0: Podcast. Fucking hilarious. You recording? Yes, sir. Nothing about live.
1: I I I I Two one nine. I I I I I I I I I I Get your motherfucking finger. Yeah. yeah, nigga, put your motherfucking finger. Hey. Get your motherfucking finger. Yeah, yeah nigga, put your motherfucking yeah. finger. I up. Up. two up. with nigga squeeze. Now I really grew the guns. You don't want no drama. Little nigga, we'll do your son. Yeah. We'll do your bad. We'll do your we
0: yeah. you you head. head. Having people trying to notify next. Yeah. Yo, 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 man, what's yo. good? It's your boy, Jay Bander, here with another epi for Cousin Coffee Podcast. Today, we got my cousin Mikey in the building, a.k.a. Mike Agafi Productions out of East Chicago, Indiana. Shout out to Rick Jill for that intro for Mikey, man, from repping the 219. What's up, bro? That
1: was like my ringtone for like five <laughs> years, dude, back when I had the flip phone. That song was, was a good song. I liked it. I've always liked it, but... Like I said, I just, when you asked me for a song, that was the first thing that came to mind because that's where we're from, I'm right? Oh, from I'm the from. Yeah, You're we're from Toledo. We're,
0: we're, no, I'm from. I think I'm from the 219 too. Just because I wasn't raised in the harbor my whole life, I was raised in the north side of East Chicago.
1: 219, man, that's that was the perfect
0: thing. Yeah, the harbor side is the only reason why my, my wife stays there. So it's like, damn, whatever. It's not
1: the bad side. It's the good side,
0: man. <laughs> actually, that part is actually the best, quietest side in the harbor, I think. I talk people all the time from Columbus
1: to, to, I mean, yeah, Columbus drive to Chicago. You're
0: safe. You're good, man. Yeah, a fucking other side of Columbus, though. That's a different story.
1: <laughs> North or south. North or south. That's where uh, the bad people.
0: So what's good, man? Appreciate you coming on the show. Uh tell them a little bit about yourself your credentials where they can find you such and such that before we get into another conversation here
1: well first off man thank you for having me man it's been a long time overdue but um if you're on facebook it's pretty simple like photography but you can find me under mikeography on instagram mikeography this as well just underscore at the end you'll notice me because my logo is a tripod with the m but uh, i've been doing photography i've been around the game since i was 10 years old obviously you know i know you know the backstory to me but a lot of people obviously have to don't my dad's been doing it since he was a young. It was a little boy with his uncle, and uh, growing up, we uh, we were brought into the industry pretty young, man. We've pretty much been in everything: video photography, photo booths, you know. Now, obviously, the three the 360, but you know, video converting, man, making decals, T-shirts, man. My dad was like to me the definition of a, a real version superhero. You know, he showed us a lot of things, taught us a lot of things. Definitely made sure we had a way to hustle to make money, regardless of where life took us, and yeah man I mean, that's pretty much it i'm just you know getting back into doing photography full-time now i took a little break to make sure i got my photo booth business off the ground with my brother um big shout out to my brother nino brown um you know so now that he's taking care of that i'm moving back into photography full-time
0: that's what's up man so back in when your dad started all this man that you always just like his little helper type shit, like always with him going on shoots and shit like that when you're young man, he called me the work, the work mule, man. I did all the
1: heavy lifting, but I mean, over time, I think he knew, like, I've always said this, I think my dad always knew I was gonna have a hard time taking uh, orders from like a a boss or something. So he always told me like, I'm gonna show you how to make money. He's like, cause with you, I'm a little, uh. (laughs) A little skeptical. (laughs) Yeah, so over time he started showing me stuff and it's funny, cause growing up, he told his uncle that I'm not gonna be a photographer. And that's what I told my dad, like that, I'm not doing this for, I'm not gonna do this. There's no way in hell you're gonna get me to do this.
0: To be a photographer full-time?
1: Yeah, to do photography at all. Cause to me, I was forced as a little man not understanding what he was trying to show me. And as time evolved over time, you know, being with him, I was just like, damn, I can make some money. And when he decided to step out, I was doing video. And I said, like, what are you gonna do with all the equipment? And he was like, I'm gonna sell it. I'm like, no, nah, I mean, can't let you do that. There's a lot of money there. You know, you're not gonna get what you're paying. To me, I saw potential that I could step in. So that's why i jumped in
0: so that's crazy too because you talk about like you felt like you were forced kind of to be a photographer or whatever because like sometimes i feel like that's the way my son feels and as a father dog as because you don't have no kids right
1: Not nothing <laughs>
0: <laughs> so as a father you know all you're trying to do is just show your kids the way like uh you know i i, I didn't really have a father figure like that my dad was in my life but he wasn't really in my life he, I lived with him in the, we were in Toledo, living in Toledo from like 13 to like 17. So like those four years of grace period, but I did learn work ethic from him. So that was one grateful thing and learn how to work hard at things. He That's always, one
1: thing I wish I would've picked up a little bit better.
0: Yeah, just working that hard. Like I, I I tried not to, cause I was like raised by my mom. So it was like different. I get away a lot more shit just with not no man figure in my life type shit. You know what I'm saying? Everybody out there with no father's probably not understand what I'm talking about. You get away more shit. See, that's how I feel like when they came down to me,
1: like my dad did so much discipline on my older brother. My mom was always on my sister. By the time they got to me, they were just like, eh, he's a good kid. <laughs> they were, don't get me wrong, they were firm, but yeah, it's just yeah. like, I feel like every young kid can relate. Like, I think every old kid can relate to how the, the little kid get, got away with a lot more stuff. But to me, I just picked up with just being honest with him. Like, just tell him the truth. Like, this is what I'm going to go do. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I seen what Lion did.
0: Yeah, that's how my <laughs> son is, too. He Like, uh, I tell him all the time, like, dude, damn, you got so much resources, like, dude, you know what I'm saying? Your dad's got a whole studio. Like, I do photography too, and like, he just doesn't pick up on it. Dark room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See what I'm saying? It probably, it probably wasn't like you're like, I don't want to be there. I don't want to do that. Autumn hours. You see your dad in that room, fucking developing pictures like it, one of your iconic po- uh, photo from your dad took is on that one of fucking michael jordan and he did yeah. that uh expedition game in chicago
1: yeah his first home game second game as a chicago bull
0: that shit was crazy that's, we're the only ones with those photos yeah that's that's dope as shit though <laughs> that's, I, I seen that and i shared it you're like dude you know my dad took that picture and i looked down at the name and it said m gomez and i was like holy shit this shit's dope
1: yeah no we're uh, i actually have those photos still in the. Uh,
0: he developed the, those in the dark room right
1: yeah they're locked away in a, in a safe space <laughs> trust me but I'm, I'm the only one with them with the negatives i have all the origin i have everything i have all the originals the negatives everything yeah, so yeah. no one's no one's ever going to see those photos uh, i've been tempted just to go see what they're worth but i'm the type of person you throw a dollar amount at me i might jump on it but to me i i don't want to do it because to me that that was one of my father's photos yeah i
0: mean sure, so you can still sell it and keep the negative you can even turn that negative into an nft itself Yeah Talk about that shit You know what I'm saying Have you ever looked into that Or anything like that
1: I've looked into it I've heard of it You know um, Obviously like most people Heard about it At least from what I'm understanding Most people heard about it Because of the Paul brothers Um, I don't know too much about it I've like I said Listened to a little podcast on it And read a little bit about it But it's not something I put my full attention on Attention into my bad Because like I told you man Honestly my main focus right now Is getting back into this business Like I told you on the way up here You know like I let a lot of people you know, get ahead of me in the game, and I'm just coming for what I feel is mine. And you know, I'm, and like I said, it's not personal, but it's personal to me now. Like I, I, I want to get into it eventually. I do want to get into NFT thing, and like I said, just right now, that's not my focus right now. Yeah, this is something that means a lot to me. Getting back into photography, like I told someone out of Keats, head I did this weekend. <laughs> he was "Oh man, I see you got T-shirts." I'm like, "Yeah, we finally fit in the budget." Twelve years later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the impact of your pops, man. Like he, uh, after the tragic news of him you passing away i i I was grateful to see that you picked up the camera and went back at it like i was that was my thought about you like man how is he going to take this like what is this going to be his approach is he going to just sit down and be in like continue to be in in, uh limbo or or are you going to take action and then when i see you pick up at the camera i told gracie i was like man i was wondering if he was going to pick the camera back up because now i feel like since you lost your pops i feel like you regret missing those opportunities you had that he was trying to show you type shit.
1: Oh, man. No, no. Let me see. You know, that's funny you bring that up. I got, I'll talk about touch two subjects. I know one we had talked about already. Um, honestly, when my father passed, um, he had told me before this, like, dude, you need to get back in. Like, the photo booth is going to be cool. Like, that. I want you get back in. it? So, like, that was a decision I kind of had made. Honestly, his passing was unexpected. Yeah. Um, But I, as far as, like, regrets, like, I don't think I had regrets as far as anything because me and my dad spent a lot of time on the road, dude. A lot of time, you know, a lot of, lot of hours on the road, a lot of hours on the gig. So I pretty much have a pretty good knowledge of all that. You know, he called me the work, the workhorse, the work mule, whatever how I referenced it earlier. But when we were going to gigs, I was doing all the work anyway. He was just out there politicking <laughs> and collecting the money. And, yeah. and, you know, we used to bump heads. Well, I'm like, dude, like you going to do some work? And, but then when I would allow it to happen, it's crazy sad it was his business. I'm like, man, get up, dude. You're moving too slow, man. You're uh, moving too slow. I like, allowed
0: it to happen. Yeah, you know, uh,
1: but like, you're moving too slow. But because I, I could clear, like, printout site gigs a little bit more quicker than he could but like I don't have regrets to, to touch bases on that man because I was always with him regardless outside of photography you know I lived with him um you know obviously uh I lived with him and uh you know we were always fishing like that's probably the one regret I have um I'll never forget it was like probably two three weeks before this all happened he was hey man let's go let's go let's go fish and I'm like man dad we'll do it another day unfortunately that day never came and like that that haunts me because i heard a country song that says until you can't and he references that in that song until and, you can't and, and, it, and it hit me like no but that fishing thing oh but i mean like i, said, I have no regrets and i was thankful around that time i met a I met a, a friend came back into my life man and uh who's still in my life to this day and she made sure that i uh I didn't go down that road or, you know, stay in one place for long. You know, she kept me motivated. She kept me dry, driven. She's actually helping me now uh, with my, my business. That's dope. She, uh, she actually had a promo video. I posted over photo booth uh, thing, or a promo video for and video thing. She's actually the, the girl, the young lady welcoming you into the photo booth. Okay. So, um, and, you know, like, to me, that's great, you know, that she's still involved and she helped me do, you know, like that. Without her, I don't know where I would have been. Um, I tell her all the time, man, thank you. She's like, you don't got to thank me, you know, through grace, God's grace that I'm, I'm here to do this for, not just you, for a lot of people. But she did a lot for me. She didn't have to do. So, like, I think all the time I spent with him and her helping me definitely was something, like, I w- I w- I'm I i thankful for it because I didn't have regret with anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy the way I moved and You know, like, it's crazy because I knew the camera was going to be the only way I could stay connected to him. So, that's why I knew I had to pick it back up. Yeah. Like, even now, I wear his dog tag with me everywhere I go to every gig. You know, I, he, so he's always with me. But... I had told this to my mom and my sister, and my brother. You know, who have high expectations of me, and you know, like, this is the last thing I got of him. If yeah. I stop doing this, well, he's gone forever. Without him, I wouldn't be doing this right here. I wouldn't be sitting in this podcast. Yeah, you know, like, and to me, like, I'd have been a fool to let that go, because I know deep down inside, when the time comes to meet again, he'd be like what the fuck were you thinking <laughs>
0: <laughs> just let everything go yeah
1: what are you thinking dude i busted my butt to get to where it was at and you just you let just, it go you just let it go yeah he get mad as hell he's...
0: yeah man so keeping up his legacy and keep it going so how's that been going for you man
1: um it's going good man like you know the one thing that i i'm really grateful for is that me and my brother are now doing it obviously like he's handling more more of the photo booth and video and uh, video booth stuff um which he goes under party shots but i'm it's allowing me to now just focus back on my photography like i help him when i can and he's been a big help to me as far as yeah, getting yeah. the graphics ready for when i book photo booth gigs um you know it's like that's one thing i think my dad would be really proud of wish we would have did that when he was around but you know we were on he was on the family thing i was on just i don't know, something you know yeah, yeah, yeah. but um <laughs> I if it's gonna, it's going it's going to get better man and like i said with people it's like like my friend i just referenced and even family members like my nephew now wants to start helping out yeah yeah only concern is he's uh he's too young you know he's uh 11 years old right now which sounds stupid i was just saying i was 10 but it's a dip 11 year old now isn't an 11 year old 11 or 20 years you know what i'm saying yeah for
0: sure it's totally Um, different era
1: and he's a very shy kid, so I don't know how that works. I'm definitely, when the time comes where I can use him, I'm going to bring him out and see how he does because my dad would have did that to me.
0: I mean, I should, I, 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 I'll say take him still if you know he's 11, even though he might goof off and shit and be out of line sometimes, but then you got to sit there and just guide him, though. You know what I'm saying? No,
1: I'm going to bring him. Just I haven't had the right opportunity to be, bring him. You know no, what, what I'm even saying?
0: T- help him just load the, the van up type shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Your job is to load the van. And if we need some, you got to make sure we have it. And no, just teach I, him like the equipment type thing just something simple
1: no what that, like that's honestly like what i'm gonna have him do like he's he's, he's a real scraggly little kid so i actually wouldn't have him do nothing heavy but my thing my one thing i want to take out of it is what i want to take from it is to make him a more outgoing person because he's real reserved like real quiet shy type of kid like when he comes over you won't even know he's there bro he'll be in the couch with a coat over over him curled up while playing on his ipad like that's what i want to break out of him
0: do you think it's because of technology though all these kids are like that? Not saying that your nephew's the only one, but there's a lot of kids like that, that are shy, don't wanna like really do nothing or be out. I blame it all on being sheltered. That too honestly like but i can't reference that because obviously
1: he stayed if you don't know yeah i have no kids that yeah. i know of <laughs> but uh you know just from what i see i, I can't give you parenting advice or something i'm not
0: you yeah know? that's true i mean i, I feel like but i probably, do see it a
1: lot like i see stuff with my cousins you and understand like, what i'm talking yeah, about yeah like dude like
0: man especially the disrespect from these kids that they have <laughs> on a day, dude man
1: do like, you remember i remember getting our asses whooped I, my bad our, our behinds whooped i'm trying not to cuss um our that's, behinds whooped because <laughs> It's, it's something with the meat uh, or behinds. Were, because, like, we were on the PlayStation too long. Ni- oh, my bad. Nintendo. Nintendo. The, Nintendo, Nintendo t- or
0: Sega.
1: Uh, we weren't Sega, Rich. Uh, we we're on Nintendo, man. And, um, dude, like, they these kids are just allowed to send iPads all day. But also, that's the way the world's transitioning. Look at Apple. They've openly stated, we're going to the iPad. And <coughs> desktops are going to be irrelevant pretty soon. But <coughs> can't remember, too, it's a different time. Technology's totally evolved.
0: Too fast. Too fast. Crazy. <coughs> too fast. Like, pretty soon, like, photography, like, you know saying? Everybody's taking pictures on their phones now, and, like, uh the video is great. The, yeah, video, yeah. The, the video is great on the fucking iPhones, and it just sucks that people just, like, like, that's why I feel like there's a decrease in, like, jobs, there's gigs, but there's gigs out there.
1: That's because the opportunity to be a freelancer and entrepreneur is at its highest peak.
0: Yeah, everybody's doing it.
1: We don't need to have a boss anymore, and, like, that's, like, obviously what we're trying to figure out. We've been, you know, we've talked the last few weeks, and, like, I don't I, like i keep telling people like there's a scam we're not in on <laughs> right because like no one wants to work but no one's hiring either yeah, like, yeah. everyone's got jo- i've been calls from a lot of jobs but then you know like they don't call you like well they haven't called me back maybe there's a bad interview i don't know there's those type of people but like everyone's hiring but no one i mean everyone's looking for work but no one's hiring but it, to, you're at the peak right now to to make money, and there's no excuse for it. There's there, NFTs, like I said, you can make money off podcasts. You can start your own
0: T-shirt business for way cheaper than what you can ever true, do. Dude, you can you could do literally anything. Anything, bro. Anything you can think of. Go That's buy a I taco
1: was, truck, dude, right now, and
0: fucking sell tacos. Yeah. Like, no fucking cap. That's what I told my son. I was like, dude, there's literally everything you can do. Like, he's a good gamer, dog. He like he destroys people like in the game, but he doesn't stream. He doesn't make clips. He doesn't do none of that shit. Like, and I tell him like, dog, you know your dad's got all the fucking video editing programs that you could do to download your clips and make them all and put them on youtube and you even broadcasting yourself and he doesn't do it and then i tell him about the other interests like music i got him into music the kid never had a music lesson in his life and he could play the drums like you know what i'm saying keep a rhythm keep a create a rhythm and it's just like dog like what's good and now he took my i don't know if he still plays it but he took my guitar from here well
1: yeah, even that's one thing that's that's a talent so if he picked that up just naturally that dude's a beast because I, I i i can't Dude, only instrument I play. I'm not going to say, but, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it, it's, 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 it's telling, man.
0: Kids are young, though. They're sponges, bro. And that's what the kids are losing as a father, as a, you know am saying, a parent anyway. Like, kids are losing that creativity. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're forced to be, like, in this position of where people just give them a tablet just to make them be quiet instead of just spending time. Like, it's hard to be a parent because Gracie does it with three kids. I, I applaud her for that because it's, and then it allows me to do all the things that I do. And then, I, like, uh, it's like, damn, my wife's a strong ass. That's a full 24-7 job, bro. That shit don't stop for her. Why do you think I
1: haven't applied for it yet?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, damn, and I got five of these kids. So it's like, and I'm trying to keep them motivated, man. And it's hard, too, because they go through certain things like personalities, you know what I'm saying? And whatever they're dealing with at school or at homes. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's kind of crazy to balance all that shit and on top of me trying to chase dreams and keep my fucking focus straight. You know what I'm saying? It's that's, that's just crazy. Well, just
1: know dreams become reality as long as you keep chasing and you're doing a hell of a job on it. From yeah, an outsider looking in.
0: Yeah, we got to keep going though. You know what I'm saying? We got to start helping each other establish that next step too. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, man, I told complete. you, I'm all
1: in. Whatever you need, do let me know. I'm only, I'm literally like six houses down from this. <laughs> <me. laughs>
0: that's where it's at, man. You know what I'm saying? We, we here colliding now, talking stories, smoking some kush. <laughs> Even though, Mikey, you don't get high. I know this. I know this, Mikey. But I'm going to get you high today. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know,
1: because it, it's 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 a beautiful thing. Like I said, when you try to push that on them too, but you know, I read something the other day, man, and, it, and it's funny. It's a quote by Musk, or even on Musk, and he was like, "People are vo- or people are scared of cyborgs, but you've already become one." And yeah. then I sat there when he said that. The first thing that popped in my head was visualizing the, like all the little kids on iPads, mm-hmm. and he's like, "That is a cyber or digital version of you, because every app on there and everything that you're doing is you." Yeah. So don't say that you're not a cyborg. And I think someone else that he was interviewing with some rap, uh, I think post Malone, post Malone. that's a lie. He's like, no, it's the truth. If I grabbed that phone, I guarantee you, I, I could tell that's your phone. And I was just like, oh, don't grab my iPad. But like, to me, it was just like, like, that's true.
0: You know? Bro, because like, you true. have, you have you technically like your own algorithm, though. Yeah. Like, you have your own interest base. Like our timelines, our timelines in this room won't be the same if we scroll through it. We probably won't see the same subjects or same, content that we see because we have different interests and it's crazy how like it, uh, there's a damn what was this dude's name i don't know if you ever seen social dilemma on netflix not really but it talked about how like all the apps are fighting for our attention how they, got, they call it mindless scrolling when you keep just watching videos and scrolling and scrolling. I'm guilty of it. I did it before. All the time. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And it's like, they want you to be on this app because they can see what you want. And then next thing you know, you think about some shit. Just think about it. And then it pops up on your timeline. Yup. 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 That's
1: tripped y'all, dude. I I always try to do that. make that same face that they got for uh, old boy from Step Brothers. (laughs)
0: Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, what just happened here? Bro, they literally... They, and he talks about how it manipulates like politicians or political races because they can control who sees what based on their interests and how they vote or whatever. Fuck. So they could push total Democrat out more than anything. That's why the whole fucking Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg was facing in congress about that they're like shit.
1: manipulating you but if you're not Then I have said this, they're not the ones manipulating you you're manipulating yourself because they're gonna give you what you search why would they send you a, so let's just say you're. let's just say whatever you're trying to meal prep yeah, yeah yeah and if you're not looking at meal prep recipes why would the hell would they send you a meal prep why would they send that to you you know if you're looking up how to make you know sloppy joes meatloaf I know it's you know like i always said one time when i read the article i'm like they're not manipulating they're just giving you what you want
0: you should, your entrance
1: yeah like why would they okay they're pushing
0: it. a product on you basically. like
1: a lot of my stuff that pops up like it's like photography or video based or photo like you know industry based what i'm doing yeah yeah you know so i'm not mad yeah, at mine
0: too mine too
1: i'm not mad that they're not sending me something about how to crochet <laughs> like, why would i want to see that that's not what i'm trying to do you know like i was expecting on my mom's page if i scrolled on her facebook
0: they pick it up because the voice yeah. Or whatever they hear well, talking I around.
1: definitely don't hear me mention crochet.
0: <laughs> Send me some titty shots, anyway. <laughs> let
1: me drink my Dunkin' Donuts, man. It's cushion hot,
0: uh, <laughs> hot chocolate. It's cushion hot chocolate today with Mikey with the extra cream of wheat he got. Cream hey, of wheat.
1: It's fire, bro. You're gonna be mad when he has to pause this podcast because I'm lactose intolerant.
0: Oh, he's gotta go fucking let it let it loose like Niagara Falls. No, or I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not.
1: Man. As long as it wasn't a large. As long as it wasn't a large, we're good. <laughs>
0: shit so uh how long you been in the game and shooting photography you saw you said you started with video first though huh your dad did the photography part
1: man i started i started with polaroids when i was like 10. so <laughs> my i said my dad You still got the polaroid camera oh hell that thing got thrown away years ago Man, pictures
0: you got any pictures laying around? No. so
1: what i used to do was i used to take polaroid pictures of couples when i go to like events with my father so when you have to take them you have to take them like either on the right or the left side you know because you want them as far off as possible my dad, daddy said this keychain cutter and you would stick it in, cut it, put it in this little plastic holder, close the thing, sell it to one for like 10 bucks. No shit. Sure. Yeah, that's how I started. And then how I got into video was I was failing my eighth grade, eighth grade music class. And my music teacher said, Look, I'll pass you if you record the end-of-the-year play. So I recorded it. And when my dad came to get my final report card, the lady said, Hey man, I think your son may have something here. And my dad goes, What are you talking about? He was like, She was like, Your son did a very good job on our our senior. Our, our end of the year program. Well, the next weekend I had a camera laying on my bed with a tripod, a light, batteries and video, at that time, DV tapes. Yeah. I was like, what's that? He's like, oh, I just bought you a camera. You ever done video for? I thinking in my head like, yeah, because that's what I do on weekends when I don't come home, <laughs> I'm out videotaping <laughs> stuff. I'm like, no, I never did. He's like, where are you going to learn? And then like I stated earlier, you know, I did that for about ten years and then which I hated it all ten years, but I did it because my dad and I knew understood what he needed.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he
1: didn't need keychains. He needed someone to do videos so we could make more money. So I understood the assignment, like they say nowadays. And then 10 years later, he decided he wasn't going to do it. And that's when I jumped into it. That's what's up. After like five years, seven years of doing that, I focused on the photo booth to get that out there. Because I always knew the photography business was always going to come to me. Because even when I wasn't looking for it, even now, I'm not looking for it. it and It still comes. And they still come. So like the photo booth, no one knew we did that. So I had to work with my dad. Build that up. That was like the last thing we worked on, like in the business. Was to
0: he built that them. shit though, right? The first one? The
1: first one, yeah. yeah. He, My, uh, my dad could build... Dude, my dad was the best ghetto rigger slash assembler ever. <laughs> Dude, that photo booth was tacky, but you know what? People wanted it. They loved it. And I tell people all the time,
0: I don't care what kind of. I think of I think it was a, you guys were like the first people to fucking start doing that <laughs> photo. But once you guys heard or got wind of it, you're like your dad just like the, the wheels together. started turning. My yeah. dad was
1: one of the smartest men ever. Smart. Like, and I'm not saying this is it? my dad, but like he,
0: if he visualized it, it was happening, he's a thinker.
1: Oh, always, always, yeah. always reading, always thinking. But like, it wasn't the best setup. And even now, like we have the touch screen and you know the video thing but i have another setup that's not as nice it's literally just a computer printer and a camera and a light and a monitor i tell people at the end of the day look i'm gonna be honest with you you're not paying me for a setup you're paying me for the product i'm gonna produce i can come there with a little (laughs) camera to a photo shoot i guarantee when you get that photo it's gonna be great you're not paying me for my camera you're paying me for you know what i'm gonna produce for you oh yeah it'll work you know and yeah dude like that's just that. Then when I said, then now that that's off the ground, that's going, my brothers got into it, got, in a very, got his thing set up. Now I'm going back in on photography again. Photography is something I always knew I was going to stay with. So I've been doing it for, like I said, that's how I started and that's where I'm at. I've been doing it for about 25 years now.
0: So what have you been doing since you got back into photography? Um,
1: oh, Obviously, I went to my bread and butter, which was events, weddings, quinceaneras, sweet 16s, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, that's yeah. the consistent money. The stuff that you know is going to, you know, at least help assist pay the bills and not pay the bills.
0: At, now, least fucking, at least survived yeah
1: thing. and now um, I'm uh, opening doors of photography that I once wasn't man like you know obviously you know for longest so I wasn't doing personal shoots I would send that stuff to other people now you know I'm reaching out to people to family friends and saying like hey look I need to build my portfolio back up like come on let's do this I know you guys need photos I'll hook you guys up with some deals and let's make it roll so over the next weekend I'm off I got some stuff set up so I'm gonna get back and doing the personal shoots events obviously it's always there and then I'm I got some other avenues of photography I'm gonna get back into, like senior portraits, boudoir shoots and all that stuff, and just modeling shoots. I just wanna do whatever again, man. Like if it's photography based, I'm all in. Like, you know, for my personal stuff, I wanna start traveling a little bit more around the area and taking like nature photos and stuff like that. But I have to stick with what's gonna bring in the money. So nature photos might have to wait for another year or so.
0: Nah, nah, nah. You always gonna just go out and, and, and see how light falls. So that's always a great thing I tell photographers to do, like go out and just take a walk. In different locations, because you can see how the light falls, the sun, you know what I'm saying, during the day, like in golden hour, in the middle, midday, like you can see the shadows it creates, how how the mood change in certain locations. Like, it's good to go out and scout, though, no cap. Like, oh, oh yeah,
1: no, no, most definitely. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying, like, as far as me just going out there, like doing it, the like, really, one? yeah, like, I, I don't see that happening, because I, I tell people all the time, but, like, every shoot I do, especially now moving forward, dude, I prepare for it. I am like study, like, the do's, the don'ts, the lighting, like, what other people are doing. So, I'd definitely say no, definitely prepare for it. You know, yeah, obviously yeah. go see where you're gonna shoot, you know, but I'm saying like I just want to do it like on the fly. Like just go to let's say whatever, you know, Niagara Falls and just shoot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just our, go downtown and shoot. You know, like that's that's a place that like I'm trying to that's one thing I'll say that's what I'm trying to do is get the business down here now. Yeah. you know, being based out of Northwest Indiana, man, you know, um I'm tired of trying to bargain with people, man.
0: It should just pay you what you're worth, right? Yeah,
1: you know, I'm tired of that bargaining stuff. It's 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 sad because I like I said I remember charging someone a certain price for something and they're like no nah, that's too much and I said no is know,
0: this like a friend first no this of is all, this, no, this, this is like no this, this is a, client, a this client
1: yeah this is a client I, I met through uh, through an event and you know I tell them all the time like one thing that's gonna be consistent is the photography like that's never gonna change that's gonna last for
0: yeah, yeah, a forever.
1: long time you know maybe even after you're gone you and your husband are gone but you know if you can't charge you can't pay what I'm charging for something that's gonna last maybe potentially a lifetime then that's sad because you know like it's just to me this is where i want to be i don't want to be in northwest Indiana. there's just a vibe there that i'm not cool with anymore and it yeah, really irks my soul
0: yeah, yeah irks your soul yeah to the core huh
1: yeah like, that's why i don't associate with a lot of people anymore i just stay to myself and focus on what i need to focus on like i said it's nothing personal it's nothing all, personal but it's personal this all year.
0: all you gotta do is like just focus on yourself and then everything will just evolve and fall in place you know because
1: like, i'm thankful for the people i got with me Got, got with me to help me because I know like when we're driving up you were talking about like how you always wanted somebody with you when you're out and you had to adjust to doing it on your own you know and like that's what I'm at the point where I'm trying to adjust because as much as I got the help I need to understand that they're not always going to be there they got their own personal lives they have to they yep. have to attend to you know and like I need to be okay with being alone that's not something I'm comfortable with Yeah. but I have to, it's okay to be uncomfortable because that means you pretty soon you will be comfortable to that
0: yeah exactly that's like um that's like some of the greatest times when i'm here by myself and it's just like i'm getting shit done but i'm just staying focused but sometimes i forget i have a life because i just be in here bro and i be by myself though it took me a while to get over that too so it's not easy just because you're used to having people but eventually like eventually you will be alone you know what i'm saying and it sucks to think that but that's reality of life you know what i'm saying like eventually one, nigga i heard the most saddest shit one day on clubhouse like, I had this individual around Thanksgiving, and this dude literally sat in the room for the, the, the 36 hours that it was open for. And he said, I literally sat in this room because I have no family. I'm the last one living of my family. Like, you know what I'm saying? Can you imagine feeling like that, dude? And having nobody to go to. Like, his whole family was gone, and he was the only one living out of his family. Like, And then you being that alone. Jesus. and then." I was just like, damn, that shit kind of crazy. It struck to me, like, you got to start being able to do shit alone because eventually that's the that's that. That's you, a yeah.
1: dark, lonely place, unfortunately, that, you know, obviously he didn't wish for. It.
0: Yeah, yeah, but to be alone and not really have no family, bro. Like, you have nobody to go visit, go see. No auntie, no uncle, no no brother, no sister. You know what I'm saying? That shit had to be fucked up. Like, I, I, you know, I feel that way about people that are at bars on
1: holidays. Look, like, I'd be like, damn, dude, like.
0: They couldn't be with the family right like, now?
1: Yeah, like, I remember one day, it's, <laughs> this is gonna sound stupid, cause like, I remember I had a friend hit me up and she was like, hey dude, like, let's get up and have a drink. I'm like, dude, it's Valentine, I mean, it's, it's Thanksgiving. But we had left our, our family event early because it's this nice little distance. My cousin Mona always does it now and uh, always a good time, good food, but it's just a nice long little drive. So we left early, so I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Went to a bar, dude, and it was packed. I'm just like, dude, is it this bad with people and their family? Like People to me would rather
0: just drink I, their sorrows away, bro.
1: I'd rather just spend it with my family, you know? But man, I, I couldn't see myself being like even if I if I didn't have a good good like I guess relationship with my family, I would not be like let's go
0: to a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be the worst place to go to on a holiday, right? Like fuck. But even but, like it, But that's the it's way sad. that's I mean, family traditions have died over the years though and uh, the the strength of the family I felt like, bro, and my family anyway, it's like it's totally different compared to me growing up.
1: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah.
0: And then you know what I'm saying? The discipline. What happened to the cousin sleepovers? That shit don't happen no more. No, dude. Fucking, uh, I don't know. Fucking Theo's and shit got a little too crazy, and then that was in one no, and like one, in one. family. everyone got
1: nice houses now.
0: <laughs> Nobody wants to come by. <laughs> like, nah, you can't come by.
1: You can't touch that. You can't, you can't touch, touch that. that. Like, nah, man. But I was thinking about that the other day. Like, last thing, this thing's. Different. I'm like, man. Like, I remember being like, we're all going to my uncle Gilbert's house, or we're going to you know my Theo Rossa's house. And no, like at all. Yeah, like, that's what no, we one was even, no one was even talking about them. Like, dude, like, what's, like parties
0: like, what's and shit. Like, what's going on? It's like the, we're too they Americanized up, now, dog. And then they, want, and, they, they, and, then they
1: and, then, and then they earn. A, they end on certain times. Like, what the hell? I mean, uncle's walking out like a two, three in the morning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to get back on subject about moving out of Indiana, because uh, you know, just because uh, you said you're sick of it. That's what, like, I, I feel the same way about it, man. Like, that's why I kind of moved my way, migrate myself to Chicago a couple years ago and then just like started networking with people. That's like the main thing is networking and getting out here and doing footwork. Yeah. Like, that's like the main thing. And you don't know who you're going to meet. Sometimes you got to do a lot of shit for free too. Like, that's how yeah. I got myself in the door and then getting gigs down to Atlanta and then like Florida and Miami and like shit like that. But it was fucking just straight legit shit. Just chilling. Just networking with people and the next thing you know doors open doors open like going out to big events like uh the super bowl and shit too like that that shit helps too to get your name out there because there's always somebody that needs a photographer around those event times or a videographer and if you're on hand guess but what thank you. yeah what do you want yep how much you need a thousand let's go you know i was telling a friend the other day like how i wanted
1: to start doing it out here and she was like dude that's like that's a cool idea like, honestly, bro, I noticed when, when in the summertime, when you go downtown, you know, everyone wants to be at that beam. Everyone wants to be at that beam. beams. So what I was thinking about doing was just going down there one day in the summer and just snapping pictures of people handing out business cards. Hey, here, here, here's my card. I don't want nothing from you. I just want you to go to the page and take my photo. Because like that's how I, like I, I tell this to people all the time. Ninety about ninety-seven percent of my business from people I don't even know. Yeah, no, no yeah. I've never met a day in my life. I've sold my work to people without ever even meeting them. Yeah. Without even showing them anything. All of them said, We're hiring you off your work ethic. We've seen at the event you're at. So to me, it's like, Damn, like, what if my work?
0: That's like, that's like, Yeah, exactly.
1: But like, I wanted
0: to start. Especially what you bring to the table, dog. If you're bringing all this equipment to the table, too, and you're coming out with some quality product, bro, there's no reason why you shouldn't stand behind it and get paid what you want. You know what I'm saying?
1: But that's my plan to move on. Honestly, bro, to start doing that this summer. Just go. I'm always down here anyway. Might as well just bring the camera, start snapping photos.
0: So I went on vacation when I shot that Dre and Ye concert, and then uh, fucking, I went out to go see Nikki B. Nikki B uh, was. he showed me this location, right? And it was just a, a dope-ass location of the skyline. It's like, a, I guess a lot of people check it out or whatever. And he was like, bro, you can come over here and just give drone shots of people, bro, and charge like $100 a drone clip, like all day. And within like the 20 minutes we were there, there was like 30 people that came through just to come take a selfie real quick in that location because it was a beautiful location. And I'll show you the fucking uh, footage after this. But uh, it was dope as hell, you know what I'm saying? You could just fucking see it and it's like the mountains around and i took video of like this one couple She was like oh some russian chick i forgot her name but she was like oh thank you very much you know I, I i thought i told i told gracie i was like man we might as well just set up a weekend one day and i just go out there and just chill i said i'll sleep on that fucking rock like no cap like just go out there and fucking grab a fucking compass or a jeep and sleep out there and with your equipment have the laptop everything's got wi-fi so just go out there and upload and fucking boom make a hundred dollars next thing you know you make three thousand dollars with 30 people you know what i'm saying just 30 people in 20 minutes and that's just in the 30 minute market of how many people came through in that 20 minutes like 30 people so if you sit there for fucking eight hours let's think about it you don't need a job i'm telling you we could live in cali like big we should go try that shit one day mikey like a weekend
1: I'm down. I got some vacation time at work coming up. For I got real. some now still, but
0: go like Thursday all the way to Sunday and see how much money we could generate, nigga, from that weekend. We'll get two scenery spots and we'll just see how much we can make. Like I'm dude, I told you like I told you at your daughter's
1: Kinson on. Oh. I told you your
0: daughter's skins. Let's fuck it, like
1: I'm down. Do whatever you want to do and you need me. Let's go. Like I'm on board with whatever. Like, and I meant that. Like I'm not saying and now yeah, you got yeah. me. Now you got me on record saying yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So I can't go back on it now. Yeah, me no, too. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. But I'm
0: just saying though, because like literally we could probably just make like, $4,000. Dude, if we make $4,000 and we're out there, like, just to fucking taking scenery shots. I ain't like, moving back.
1: I'm <laughs> having it in my two weeks.
0: I'm like, hey, Mrs. Toots, uh, you got to pack the bags. because And the kids. We literally just found something, a lick. A lick. And depending on how long it lasts. Then I can say what
1: Kanye said. You know, I always jumped about this back in East Chicago. Yeah, hey, right? <laughs> Or you he Chicago. Just,
0: if we even do that, like, we can literally just plan a weekend every weekend. If we make exceedingly much amount of money that we our expectations are but I, I believe we could probably make like four g if
1: you're the first to it like this like steve jobs always said the individual does not know what they want until they have it yeah yeah yeah. and guarantee you all it takes is that one right person that's just like a social media guru that's gonna, just gonna post it now you know i mean anyone anyone just posts it once it's seen by 10 eyes
0: that's exactly you know the pot- that's, like,
1: that's the lowest potential i'm saying but like there's gonna be more to it obviously one and then it you you hashtag it right it travels dude quicker than you could think you know yeah there's money and like i said you just got to be the first one to it
0: that's what i need to do not
1: the christopher columbus first one like you know, I, well, I thought was, you know he discovered some of people here but we're trying to get there first
0: yeah yeah like uh me the the, the problem with me is I, I don't stay persistent with like sharing content i don't know how you are on this but i'm trying to get better at that yeah me too because it's like for me it's like an art man cause i got footage of like the game seven world series in front of the marquee that nobody's ever seen before you know what i'm saying like the bitch was on a light pole, in front of the crib. The woman. a yeah, woman, woman. And there was a dude. The dude actually caught my GoPro. Were you with me? Yeah, you were with me. Fucking right in front of the marquee, bro. That
1: like, was a beautiful time to be in Chicago, man.
0: That was a beautiful time. <laughs> no, I and can that show was, you. Dude, that one, so, I'm just
1: saying, Joe, that Cub run in 26, I'm sorry, we're gonna go off subject real quick. But that Cub run from 2013, nah, we can no, to, go off 2013 to, to that World Series, dude, was a great time to be a Cubs fan because we all seen it coming every year they just strived and strived and got better dude you knew it was coming you knew it was coming but i'll tell you this man that was a beautiful time to be uh to be in chicago if you weren't ugh. and then at that parade i got the best photos dude i took with my, my seven my 70 to 200 i got the perfect photo of david ross home the world series pointing at he's looking dead at me it looks like he's saying this is yours
0: and that's the, that's the coolest shit about having like photography photos dog like love the shit that we captured over the years, and you could just got them. You got them like gems. Like, you got...
1: Look at my Patrick Kane one I got. Remember when they yeah, won it?
0: Yeah, we were both sitting there Pirates, the uh, fucking corner of his apartment building.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That one, man.
0: That shit was... Fuck, so many photos. Though Those two right there... What, what was your, like, your greatest event? Like, you... Was it the Cubs one?
1: Like man like great okay you mean event or just to me like what's my greatest overall like experience with photography
0: yeah that there you go
1: overall experience with photography man i'm gonna be honest with you it was not was trying to figure out how to do photography and going to cubs games and just sitting in the stands and just taking pictures of them like because that when i started understanding what shutter speed was the iso yeah, yeah, yeah you know all that stuff i didn't really know much like my dad just handed me a camera and said i go figure it out like <laughs> like whoa this is pretty messed up you got like 50 years
0: of experience but to me the learning process, the learning experience but did you, did your dad understand did he like shooting film more after the digital came out or did you, he like <laughs>
1: like I said my dad was a smart man so he wasn't dumb. when film got rid of he was like good riddance. he loved digital better. No shit. Oh yeah he said, this is, dude, this is so great so dad
0: do you, you still got some of your dad's old film cameras or no?
1: uh we have like i think two
0: 35 millimeter
1: two um i'm not gonna i want to say yes one of them is i don't know what the other one is but we have two of them still and uh, it's funny we have like a a whole like drawer thing full of a shelf thing full of his negatives man my dad shot like pictures of hulk hogan then when they came to uh to the civic center to wrestle like in film Roddy Roddy piper you know jimmy super jimmy jimmy fly Snucker coco beware i'm totally obviously age dropping right now for those who do not understand who i'm Jesus saying we're Christ. too old. you're talking
0: about like fucking 80s
1: yeah but my greatest experience overall was the process i can't say it was any event
0: damn that's crazy how you sell about age dropping now because we're talking about certain times of fucking year. <laughs> damn remember that kid we heard somebody say that shit like damn totally age dropping right now yeah, bro yeah, totally fucking if you
1: know who they are we're old just let me say that we we were we are those drunk uncles now and drunk the ass. <laughs> But uh, no, that that probably was the greatest experience. The learning process, going to Wrigley, sitting in the stands, and just snapping, not knowing not knowing anything, but figuring it out quick.
0: After seeing you know, all those negatives, like recently, does you go back and look at the negatives of uh, your dad's or no?
1: there's i just when we find because we still find random ones popping up around the houses we're cleaning like damn like what was the last time we cleaned here <laughs> but uh we find them and fucking
0: mexican family <laughs> and my dad shot of an old political figure back in chicago hey shout out to that you sent me a picture of mama working with your dad they were making fucking in the, uh, side, in the garage signs. yeah that's
1: what i'm saying dude like I, there's a lot of stuff I know how to do. I probably won't do because it just was a hassle. But man, dude, my dad used to have us out there doing everything in that high all garage.
0: kind of crazy shit. Yeah. Printing t-shirts, That's like making, West. dude,
1: making, making pins, the lapel pin things, like, yeah, like la- yeah. the but not buttons, lapel pin, the Ooh. buttons. There we go. Yeah, we used
0: to make the buttons with my needle too.
1: <laughs> Those, <laughs> dude, t-shirts in the dude, in that garage. Dude, I'll never forget that garage. Every time i no one that garage. I can still feel the heat, even in the winter. That's how hot it was, dude, in that garage in the summer making t-shirts.
0: It was bad. Oh yeah, because you got to cook the paint, right? Yeah. No,
1: we had a decal, no t-shirt printer. Oh. And was like, like, that's in that garage. We did everything. That garage was the workhouse.
0: Jesus. That was the warehouse. That's dope, though, because that's probably how and that's uh, that's probably how my kids think about me. Like, what your dad put you through about putting like making you do all kind of his adventures with him and shit. Like, I told a friend that because she was getting into the
1: t-shirt business. I was trying to help her out. She's like, "Dude, I didn't know you knew that." I'm like, "Did you ever ask?" I'm like, "She's like, well, I thought you were just strictly a photographer." Like, she, like, you never talked to me about. It. I'm like. Well, why would I talk to you about making T-shirts when you're well, not?
0: That's, that's that's your job, right? Because you actually don't know knowledge, and she didn't know that you. Well, no, knew. but why
1: would I? Why would I? So like, it's like this. Um, you're not into let's say figure skating. Why would I? And I say I'm a figure skater. Why would I? Why would I talk to you about that? You know what I'm saying? Like, if it doesn't come up, why don't? You? But thing about it, she knew, knew. She knew it, you, that. You, she's been you, my friend
0: my whole life. But you you knew knowledge about it though. You could have been like, hey, but, I, I know about like, this.
1: Which that's why I was giving it to her. When, now that she's making the T-shirts but if you're my friend for like my whole life I think you would've known we were making t-shirts at some point
0: that's true like you didn't know I like hockey and like you're like, <laughs> you're like what the fuck man Are you just shocked the shit out of me you like hockey I was like yeah nigga why cause I'm fucking why? I can't lie it's a sport nigga yeah but see if, you not, if I didn't know that, why would I talk to you about hockey you know, obviously I talked to you I'm about Bears Cubs you know yeah, what I'm saying and then like the talk Bulls about... we, need to,
1: we need to like the Bulls yeah I not like the Bulls still why would I talk to you about that if I don't, <laughs> don't like it Like that's, that, that's an argument
0: yeah <laughs> I just don't like ba- basketball in general. I That's feel like I'm saying, man. I feel like it's, it's it's a different league now compared to when Jordan was in. So it's like, too many crybabies, dog. I can't deal with crybabies. Like Jordan got his ass whooped. I watched Jordan get his ass whooped by the Pistons, dog. And like now you can't even, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you fucking, uh, you don't even hit the motherfucker and he fucking flinches, dude. Back it to did.
1: my experience. Now, I don't really like talking about basketball because it's the LeBron James guy, but I don't like getting into it's, that stuff. It's not and just LeBron.
0: He set the fucking I He know, changed but that's the game. Like, like, for the worst. For, for the worst,
1: not for the good. I know. He I did know.
0: Totally opposite of what Jordan did. Like,
1: <laughs> hey, as long as he ain't 6 and 0, baby. James, some, my ass. Clink as 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 that on
0: Cushion Coffee. You saw as 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 he's soft That's all
1: that matters to me. But uh what was your greatest experience?
0: Photography? Recently, man. Just shooting at Drake and Ye concert that shit was fucking amazing to me. Like.
1: Dude, I don't think I could have been in your shoes and been that close to Kanye, man. I ain't gonna lie. that knows me knows I'm a big Yeezy fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made my dog after him, Yeezy. <laughs> I'd have been like, Yeezy! I'd be like, <laughs> I'd have been excited. <laughs> I'd <have> been <laughs> like, heavy I've been so excited, dude. Uh, I mean, you like we would have took usies, dude. Like I, like I'm a big Kanye West fan, dude. <laughs> we would have took usies, <laughs> dude. For real, man. I'm telling. I just cute like a little girl, dude. Like uh, that's my guy, shit. man. You know, you know. I ain't gonna lie, but I don't know a pair of your shoes, man. But that's my boy, man. Like I don't I'm, own a pair of your shoes, but that's no, my boy. I, I'm Team Jump, man. Man, I'm always gonna rock the J's. Yeah, dude. yeah.
0: But um, especially the all black ones. Um, but dude, that was a great thing for you, dude. I was real happy for you. Yeah, that shit was amazing, dog. Like. I don't know. My homeboy, uh, Ray, I don't know if you know Ray Caceres. He.
1: Yeah, 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 he, I do know, he, I, I yeah. I know about something else. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, I know what you're going to say. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, he owns. Good American, guy. Good yeah, guy. He, he, made, he, uh, he actually kind of like mentored me into a lot of shit that I'm going through right now, but uh, he owns this thing called American Tradesman. But anyway, he's like, dude, he sent me a text. He's like, people won't realize until we're old and gray what the equivalent of that fucking concert was. He said, you literally just shot like the Beatles and the Woodstock type shit. I was just like, History. I was like, dude, that's and especially like the the event, the whole thing, the whole purpose of the concert, the benefit concert. Like, if you didn't know who Larry Hoover was, you now, do now you now you do now. You know what I'm saying? And that's all like, they <laughs> wanted to do is bring awareness to like, what was going on today.
1: Growing up, I've interviewed saying, now Hoover, Hoover. Yeah, I, remember, I, was always, I used to be like man, who the? but I didn't want to feel bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you
1: know, but that all you did shoot something that was. um i guess he's yeah he, he
0: did say that right you know and that all came through networking dog just talking to people and, and being legit and that's like the main thing you could do is just be like about your word and because bro i i i did i did gigs and shit like that but i felt like it was like cool whatever like i didn't promote them either you know what i'm saying like the shit that i did the the, the weddings and it was just like i was on a different wave kind of thing i, I kind of got tired of that shit like you said you're like man i'm tired of shooting fucking quincieras he's like watch you're gonna get tired of it too repetitive and it's man. just like uh, yeah it can, it can, but even though you can come up with super creative ideas and shit I, I just then felt like I wanted to bring my own art to the table type shit like that's why I just shot so many things like so many things this nigga been with me this fool. I remember him traveling with you when you first started. Fucked everywhere, that we went that, everywhere. That, that
1: was that was the roadie, man. I remember that. Hey, Jose, put in some work. I will say And then he got a girl,
0: shit. And then he got a girl, and shit. Now I, we ain't friends. We don't talk
1: about. Let's not bring up personal life situations <laughs> on here. He's a good guy. We're sticking with that. But um, no, you know what? So sucking his
0: dick. No, I'm
1: just playing. <laughs> no man. just saying man. But uh, we um, I so it's funny. So you're just talking about like weekends are repetitive. And I knew that. And I, I gave up on that. So the one part that I, I I try to really use or express for time for me to express my art is that park part. Because then they're mine. They do whatever that, like any posing, like cause they don't go they're prepared. It's yeah, so like, yeah. that's my time for me to show, my, to show off. And that's when I usually use that to, and that's what gets me through those those events. That park part. If they don't have a park part, like, no, we're doing a park. Like, I'm not going to go out and do this repetitive thing I do every weekend I want time to express my art, like yeah, show you yeah. who I am.
0: Yeah. yeah. Cause it, it trips
1: people out. Like the like I did a friend's wedding and they were so like they're like, dude, I never would have thought you would have paid that much attention to hair and the way the dress lays. I said, that's because I know when I get back home and <laughs> at the edit this stuff, it's gonna uh-uh. tee me off. Yeah. That I didn't take the two seconds
0: to do adjust to, it, to,
1: it to, to reposition it now I gotta spend 30 minutes editing this crap taking a piece I don't, I don't. so that's why at that point that's why I, I use that maybe that may help you use that part to get through that through those events because there is good money and I wouldn't walk away from
0: that yeah I'm not walking away from it it's just that like man like I just like to fuck that shit I wanna work on my own shit you know what I'm saying like it's not about oh, that I get the editing it's, sucks it's, it's the editing the sucks it's just the art part it's just the art bro cause like I got so much I got so much heat that nobody's ever seen me before and it's like and this NFT thing is kind of cool now too because that's what I was thinking about making that Cubs footage of world, uh, NFT because if you see that footage, you're going to know it's mine. I guarantee it because everybody will probably play it. Like all the news people. I say do it. Hey, you never and know, dude. Like, and I'll, I'll be like, man, fuck it. I'll just put like a 400000 price tag on the original footage and like, there you go. You know what I'm saying? That bitch sells. If the popularity goes crazy.
1: Even if it doesn't go for $400,000, let us just say it goes for a quarter of that. Let's just say uh, that. It's nah. still- yeah,
0: yeah, 100000 for fucking Cubs some, some, wanted for 100000 sold
1: hey and, and, and it's just sitting there right and even if a two years from now it sells for $100,000 that thing made you $50 a year sitting on a, it's literally just sitting it somewhere it on my fucking hard drive right now I'm doing nothing you know like so to me that's a win-win if there's an the easy way to make money I just read a just
0: kid. like those photos of Jordan that your pops took bro. I those
1: just read are... a great point I'll say back to you are talking about my Jordan photo I just read the other day a kid makes $50,000 like a month just selling old photos
0: yep old stock photos yeah, dog, that's, that's exactly what a, a lot of people tell me. A lot of people that I, I research, they're like, dude, you could literally make $30,000 a year on StockPhotos.com. Or, but the problem with that is you have to figure out how to get into that invite, to like that culture of who those
1: people, find out who the big dogs are. Like, you know, the rap game. We don't know who the big guys are. Who's but yeah, the big NFT guys that are buying this
0: stuff? Buying it up? Yeah. Man, you just got to get a rapper. That's that's like our main object for like our clothing line. If we get like 21 Savage or somebody like out there in Atlanta wear our shit because it's, it's heavy in Atlanta... Where we practice and shit, and if we could get one of them rappers, even uh, Jay Z or Beyonce, if we could come up with something that they like, bro, that they will wear, get caught wearing one day, like, psh, it's over. It'd be over. That's it. 200,000 unit, 200, units gone. Like,
1: somebody's gonna find who, what, where, like, you know, where they got it from. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, anything, just, dude. It's anything. You once you hit that one home run, you just
0: gotta follow it up. It's just like now this podcast, bro, it's like we started it and now it's like listened to in like 15 countries, like literally just starting and moving and migrating from like city to city and introducing this shit to everybody that I met. So it's like just got to do the footwork. That's it. And it's like over 20, 27 now, 100 downloads in two years. Just keep, stay consistent. This is like the only thing I'm probably still consistent with. That's like putting I, out I content. Like to, I would like to say your marriage. <laughs> yeah, besides my mom, besides my marriage, but nah man
1: yeah. you just gotta stay with it but I said once you hit that first one on a, and whatever it is you do just you gotta follow it up hard
0: yeah I mean you just gotta stay at it bro that's like the main thing especially like being alone or not knowing how to be alone you know what I'm saying you gotta stay with it cause that shit could be like uh, sometimes I fell out of the photography and just left it alone for like a couple months like you know what I'm saying cause this shit got overwhelming it's like comes it does.
1: To, when you're trying to build it, it's, it's very, it's, it, I, it gets lonely, it gets hard, it gets stressful. And I think like that's the one thing they always say. It's this, how do you react to all that? You, it's cool for the first week, you know, it's cool for the second week or third week. It's not as popular, you're feeling. But like when you can just stay consistent with it, and, like, I'm, like I'm, obviously I'm nowhere near, I'm nowhere where I want to be or should be, you know, because of the lack of consistency. But I did to have some consistency in there and I'm, like I said, I'm booking up gigs still without ever passing out a business card in probably three years, four years. And, you know, just imagine if I had pursued it, you know? Yep. Like, exactly. really, like, I'm like I'm going into it now. Yeah, yeah, It'd probably be a lot better. So that's what I'm saying. When you hit that first home run, which I'm trying to do now with every gig that I do, is to stay consistent. Because especially with us adding stuff to it, it's getting, it's picking up. It's getting
0: more and more and more.
1: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like with the NFT, dude, when you hit that, we, we, you have to, so we, you have to just stay with it, and keep going, come with another home run.
0: Yeah, the NFT, it would be a blessing if that, that shit comes through. So, what you got coming up, man?
1: I got this shoot tomorrow with a friend. We're doing a bondor shoot, and uh, that's gonna be uh, my first time doing one in some time, man. But um, you know, she reached out to me. And we talked pricing, you know, and uh, we set everything up. And tomorrow's the do the date for it. And I'm looking forward, man, I put a lot of hours into prepping as far as, you know, um, you know, um, posing, lighting, what I want to do as far as all that. And, you know, just the overall the do's the don'ts, what to say, what not to say, you know. Yeah. And just that, man, just prepping to it. You know, like I got some other stuff coming up next week. Like I mentioned, some family shoots. Um, prepping for that too now is, you know, I feel like I'm good with that. I'm just going over my notes for tomorrow. But like now when I go home tonight, I'm going to go over some videos. But just prepping for now for my family
0: shoots. Don't want to be repetitive with the posing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? that's what that's what i tell a lot of people too and when we do some shit i was like man i don't want to do anything cliche i want to come out with something bold and different
1: that's like kind of what happened it's crazy because like a lot of the families i've shot i've been older ones and you try to do that they're not really too for it so like i'm these people i are actually younger or younger younger families so we're gonna see how that goes i'm gonna try to do that too because a lot of people
0: i've shot are older older families yeah yeah There's just like the traditional photo yeah. type shit yeah. Remember the old school photos where people didn't even smile? they just stood there like fucking for 40 seconds because <laughs> the aperture had to be open or the shutter speed had to be open for 90 seconds. Yeah, man, that's that's
1: what I got coming up. Like I said, trying to get back into those avenues. Just all all, all type of photography, man. That's just the goal of photography. You need me to shoot it out there.
0: So you ain't doing video no more? You're just doing... Uh, uh,
1: video to an extent. I am still doing video. I'm just not going to do video as far as weddings in yet. I was like, I'm already shooting photography. I'm not going to sit at home and edit it.
0: That and takes now, a lot of time right oh, that's why I, I was telling you that we need a fucking squad dog like we literally it. need like a like a team of editors that could just push it out because i would love to do video more but it's like but when you become everything when you when you become everything and every aspect of uh stop again that's probably a fool
1: but uh no you know yeah, yeah video like i want to stick to like more promotional stuff like more product type based stuff, not yeah, yeah. not 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 weddings or kitchens. It's oh, it's. If you understand why your videographer charges a lot, trust me, it's hard. I'm speaking up for those guys, <laughs> and I'm not even one of them. Like that, pay the man.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> they have no idea how much time it takes, man, to go through film, and you edited all these fucking pieces. First, you got to go through everything to pick out your shots. Then you got to listen to that music. Then you got to sync the shit up. Then you got to chop it up. Then you got to sl- do add effects. And you want to. You know what I'm saying? That shit takes color time. Color grading, and it, man, bro, people don't understand that shit. But it's if like as far as
1: videos, it's probably gonna be yeah. some quick, like nothing more than forty-five seconds.
0: That's why I told my wife, I said, we are not no longer booking video shoots because I'm the only one editing. Hito was editing, but he got uh, some things going on. So, like we wanted a whole editor. To keep moving, but it's like, bro, we can't, we can't, we can't do both. We, photos, it's simple. Boom, 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 done. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, I had a friend that was trying to learn it, and I told my mom for them to come on board, but they're gonna have to edit. And the moment I said editing that my piece, they want to do it. I'm like, well, look, man, I'm not doing all the work. I'll get you the gigs. I'll get you booked. That's not the issue. The problem's gonna come with editing.
0: Editing. Yeah, we need somebody to edit. That's like the keyest thing.
1: But even that. If you're gonna get involved in video, anything—not just video, anything, anything—I don't care if it's basketball, golf, whatever—you need to see your mess-ups. Cause trust me, if I would have never, like, that was my problem for a long. Cause my dad was doing the editing for me. I never knew when I messed up, so I started doing the editing. Yeah, yeah. When I, that's when I bought my own iMac. And uh, dude, I was like, holy crap, I'm like, dude, why didn't you ever tell me I sucked? He's like, cause you didn't want to edit them, so I'm i gonna tell you your mistakes. You need to learn on your own. That's how my dad always was, though. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to learn on your own. And uh, now editing sucks. That's the one reason why I won't do wedding orkeens promo videos i'll go shoot for two three hours and you know make something of nice for you yeah, but yeah. the 12 10 hour days oh no those days are over for me honey <laughs> no more no more
0: send somebody out for those
1: not if they ain't gonna edit <laughs> not if they ain't gonna edit it uh, you gonna record it but you're gonna edit it I'm not oh, gonna you,
0: do... you take care of the photos though
1: yeah all day all day all day all day all day all day
0: so how, how's the transition with your brother coming along man helping out and shit like that
1: it's brotherly love, let me say that. <laughs> no, uh, it's actually going good, man. You know, we have our bump, we bump heads, but that's because he's like my dad a lot. Like,
0: Big Brother Ro? Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. It's because he's like my dad. You know, he wants me to learn everything hands on. And me, it's like, dude, you're teaching me stuff I don't need to know right now. But that has come back to, to haunt me, and I get it. Like, he's like, he's like he wants me to know how to set everything up and troubleshoot everything, which I get, I want to learn that. But the problem with my brother is he's too detailed, man. <laughs> like too detailed, man. Like, dude, just show me how to fix it. Don't tell me, like, don't tell me what color to say. Like, man, this is the one you moved You on like, my brother's just too detailed. But you know what? Then day, man, he's a good dude, man. He's smart. I'm glad that we, you know, we're working together to get this. To help, well, want to help him and get myself back into it a little bit more. But yeah, and I'm glad we're working together. It's cool, man. It's cool, man. It's real good. Like I, said, I wish we'd have did it earlier before my dad was gone.
0: But he had family though, and he had kids and stuff.
1: Yeah. He was ready to grow up.
0: He was, oh, you weren't ready, to grow, he up was yet ready to grow up? He was ready to be a family man, you know? <laughs> That's
1: why I know if Ma still making meatloaf later. No. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, man. Just, you know, he... he You know the love of his life came now you got the kids and all that stuff so you know he went did that no problem but he still did it we just weren't working together like he was doing his own thing i was doing my thing but now we're trying to work together yeah you know he's still his his brand you know he does party shots which he took over my dad's stuff for that and i took obviously with the photography that my dad mainly did yeah um but we're just trying to put them together so we can help each other you know move forward i can't say it's really been an issue that's a good thing Besides, you know, that's not even interesting. Just him being a big brother, you know, making sure he wants the best for me. Yeah, calling yeah, me out sure. of my,
0: calling me out on my BS, you know. Do you, do you feel like uh, a lot of family members do that? But you get more like, have you ever been a part of that? Like where people just look at your faults, but you don't really. Ad, admit to those faults cuz you know they're faults but you just get like, cuz realization pr- sucks and dude pride and pride and you just be like oh fuck off whatever and then, my mom
1: my dad always did that obviously i think it, that's every father should do that call their kid out on their you know their bs their
0: the bullshit yeah yeah my dad course. used to
1: call me Mikey Manyana <laughs>
0: <laughs> why cuz you say everything you'll do I'll it tomorrow? It tomorrow i'll do it tomorrow i'll, I'll
1: do, it do, it. do it tomorrow <laughs> mikey
0: mikey mikey Manana do mikey, <laughs> mikey Mayana. yeah
1: that was my name, dude. Mikey Manana. But my dad was always quick to do it. You know, moms are moms. You know, moms are going to always get on you regardless of what.
0: You know, even if you did it or not, you know, you're the closest one at the time. So you're the one that, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Jamie used to get it every time in the bay. He used to cry. And again, what, what's your sister crying for? It's your fault. Like, poor kid. But my brother, yeah. I can't really say,
1: I mean... I remember growing up him being like that but I mean I don't have a problem with him like calling me out on it
0: Yeah. yeah. I think
1: like he knew that day as well All of us knew that like it, would, it was up to him You know like he he did a lot for my dad around that time Which my dad did a lot for him too growing him up You know my dad was that was my dad's pride and joy right there Nino Brown his man yeah, Doofy, Doofy Brown But uh, you know like my brother he stepped up big when we lost my father Um, He, he stepped up big let me just say that you know he took care of everything yeah, well, I mean everything I mean, You know everything And I'm not gonna go into details But I think people can Understand what I'm saying For sure So uh, you know My sister was there She she did a lot um, She's always calling me out She has no problem Speaking up <laughs> Lala ain't no joke man Lala's a nice person But man Boy There's a side Where a lot of people Don't know um, You know like She did a lot too Around that time For my mom And 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 for my dad You know But like They always done that um, As far as like Outside the family My, my dad's sister My tia and my uncle, they are, uh, they're 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 very vocal. Oh, especially my grandma, my dad's mom. Yeah. My grand man, sh- woo. She's uh she's a beautiful, beautiful. She has a beautiful soul. She's a beautiful person. But she was always one to do it. But one thing I say is I can always. My grandma was one of my favorite people to go talk to. But unfortunately, due to what's going on right now, I haven't seen her that much in the last two years, which kind of hurts and sucks. For. Real? But I mean, also too, at the same time, I I've been very neglected picking up the phone but her hearing's going bad pretty bad too so you got to repeat stuff to her all the time but like my grandma's one my dad my dad's brother and sister were but my brother's really stepped up into that role now as far as like calling me out on my stuff and (laughs) as much as i used to hate it i guess i understand now
0: yeah that's what's up man that's what big brother's supposed to do honestly take the role what happens you know what i'm saying something like the situation y'all went through shout out to your brother though
1: nino brown nino brown you know we call if you know him well you call him doofy Doofy? Yeah, my, Why? i don't know my dad because he was I don't know my dad gave him the name. My the dad doofus? Was, it was a Doofy. Doofus? No, he just always was just Nino was always doing something, man, you know. But uh that 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 was that's my guy, man, Nino Brown.
0: That's what's up, man. Hey,
1: he's come to my rescue dude so many times in the last few weeks I, I was thinking in my head like one day, I'm like, well at least I ain't gotta buy him dinner like I did my dad. Yeah. <laughs> my dad used to come over like, dude, you know you're buying me and your mom dinner, like damn, I know I shouldn't have made that phone call. <laughs> I should just grab those batteries when I left. Now he has to bring them to me.
0: Dude, that, hey, my wife does that, dog. Every time I leave, i be forgetting something. I'm like, Gracie. She's like, what? Let me guess. I got to bring you something. I'm like, yep, it's batteries. Like, you know what I'm saying? And she'll stop at the gas station and get me some batteries. Man, um, I always bring up about like, you know what I'm saying? Since I'm a man and shit. And I always talk about man's mental health. with the, My guests are on here. You being a man, did you ever have to deal with like shit like that, man? When you, you felt like you were trapped and like you couldn't talk to nobody or any situation? And if you did, and how did you overcome it? so that way a listener out there, if they are dealing with something like that, they can look forward to things. You know,
1: I can't, I can't really, I, don't, I, I mean, off the top of my head, I want to say this. I, I'm a very vocal person. Yeah. Um. I, I, I mean, obviously, you know, like I told you, and maybe the listeners could tell, it's hard to get me to shut up. Um, I'm very vocal, but like, I, I feel like I haven't gone through that yet, but like I have, an, I guess, a viewpoint on that. Because if I have a problem or an issue, I try to speak up on it right away, you know? Yeah. Like, I try to just get it in the air because I've realized growing up when I was a younger kid, I was a very, very sad kid because I didn't speak up on a lot of things. And I learned sometimes it's good to... S- I'm trying to guess, figure out how to what to say and what not to say now at this point in life. But I'm a very vocal person, so I haven't ran into that. But I can just say this much, man. You know, it's sad to see that, you know, the men that have opened up, you know, especially like celebrity-wise, they're quick to be called out and made fun of. You know, it is sad to see that. But i just don't get why you know people think that as a man you know we we have to keep everything inside and you know but you see them the same people making fun of them at some point in time calling awareness for mental health yeah yeah but it's like why would i want to tell you i have a mental issue or an addiction problem or any kind of problem yeah, yeah. chances are you're gonna go tell the world and it, that's what eats at us that we can't we feel like we can't speak up because yeah. we're gonna get made fun of when we look as the weakest when we're supposed to be the strongest figure in most people's lives
0: still human though
1: yeah like we go through it like you know like we go through it just as bad, if not worse. We just have to keep it quiet, and it sucks, because I feel like that, that at times was causes a lot of abuse to physical abuse, not just in relationships, but in in, in life. Because we can't speak of what, what our problem is.
0: Yeah, yeah, Especially to trust our people with those feelings or whatever, because they'll just use them against you. Yeah. Like you can't literally trust nobody. That's crazy, man, yeah.
1: What so, are your viewpoints?
0: My viewpoints is just dealing with it and then uh, getting over it. Like, a lot of people will just sometimes just... Drink your sorrows. That's why I, I would drink a lot, just getting past the pain type shit. You know what I'm saying? But now that I quit hey, drinking, I was the same way. And, and, and now that I quit drinking, and then it's just like, now I smoke some weed and just chill and just think about everything. Meditation helps a lot, man, because you get down to focusing, because I'm a big spiritual person now. So it's like that kind of helped me adjust to everything. And then the people around me that I started meeting that started coming through my pathways that helped me get and excel better, you know what I'm saying, to be a better person, to look past things, to try to be a better person in general and be a better husband, be a better father, you know what I'm saying? Like, try to be all above and just like that. I'm not a mean dad, dude, but just don't piss me off. You know what I'm saying? Just do what you're told. And I just want my kids to excel in things. Like, they have the opportunity to, like, more than I have type shit because they have way more than I had. I don't get like, you know
1: kids fail to, like, homework. <laughs> yeah, so right. You have your homework, dude? Type the question in on the internet.
0: And I, t- I tell my kids, man, like, you just got to study, man. Just if you like something, study hard at it. Go after it. You know what I'm saying? Don't let nobody take,
1: no, to tell you I'm different. Saying, like, that's why you, like we that things are easier and more, they have more opportunities. I'm saying like, I don't get up. People fail, fail homework. Like there's so many opportunities, so many ways. Just not just, to get, you can add <laughs> at fingertips.
0: So me, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but my son and then they were all in the front of the crib, right? Building ramps, building ramps. And they thought it was cool. One successful jump. The first one was successful. And I go in the crib before I go in the crib, because I used to build ramps before. You know what I'm saying? So they were like, motherfucker. I told him before I said, one of you motherfuckers gonna get hurt because y'all, y'all think y'all know how to build a ramp. That's not a sturdy ramp. Next thing you know, like two or three minutes later, my son hit the ramp again, and he ended up fucking biffing it. Bah, the ramp breaks apart, and he fucking just eats it. Boom, right on the floor, and he started crying on the floor. I said, what did I tell you before I walked in the door? Didn't I tell y'all something was going to happen because y'all don't know how to build ramps? It was a different era for me back then. Like, we used to do that shit on big wheels, you know what I'm saying, going down dirt hills, and shit hitting the ramps. And Shout just- out to the big wheel, dude. <laughs> Shout out to the big wheel, boy. Telling our age again
1: a little bit. A little. <laughs> Damn the big wheel, <laughs> nah, dude. Yeah, uh, it's just the opportunity. Like I, think, like, I see, like my my nephews. And I'm just thinking, like, man, yeah, I just don't know how easy you have it, man. Like, this is this is the day and age that we're man. We've we had it like this,
0: bro. We I'll be a millionaire. We were on the,
1: We were on the how's uh, it was evolving. Now. Yeah, AOL dot com shit. Age dropping. Send nudes. <laughs> Send nudes. <laughs> ASL. Um, you know, like, dude, there's opportunities. Dude, ad, dude, the, the advantages are crazy right now.
0: Man, that shit's nuts. Like the shit that like you can literally do on the internet. Like I tell my kids this shit all the time. Like you literally have a computer in the palm of your hand. Like you have an encyclopedia to look up anything that you want to learn about on in the palm of your hand. Like you can learn how to run a business just from reading everything on your fucking phone. Like literally.
1: Yeah. No, it's true it's true dude you can that's what i'm saying like when you said that there's so many opportunities and stuff like that i'm like dude they do man they, it's crazy man kids just don't realize man
0: and then growing up to uh in the dot-com era man like when you you said you had to deal with that fucking aol dollar you
1: know how <laughs> many internet girlfriends i had yeah. dude
0: how many how many what oh, i was internet girlfriends i didn't <laughs> even <reasons laughs> that fucking reaching to california shit and fucking spain <laughs> Uh, talking to all kind of weird ass ASL people. ASL
1: dude, age sex
0: location, what's up? Age sex location? <laughs> are we a couple? Uh, are we a couple? We dating, we in a cyber fucking girlfriend? <laughs> Man, that's crazy. Dude, that's crazy. The,
1: it's, the compared to
0: <laughs> compared to Facebook now? Lines, baby, like pa- the party chats? The chats? <laughs> we, were from, I, we, went to, I, we went from opportunities to party chats.
1: Right, <laughs> 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 he's dropping again, people. We're sorry. We're sorry. We're young at heart.
0: So that's like the transition, though, from like if we would have took note of what was coming, fucking moving forward. Like, bro, literally, we had the opportunities but missed them because we weren't paying attention. Coming to financial well, ed-
1: because it was made to be looked at as a bad thing.
0: What the internet? Yeah, remember, like
1: people were like, "Oh, you can't do that." Like you see stories on people like making millions, and then like you, and Mike, well, at least I know I've heard like growing up from my my I guess the all adult figures in my life. That's stupid. That's that's impossible. What they did well now the impossible it's is possible impossible.
0: it's always been impossible
1: let's I'm say but it was viewed as a bad thing growing up like how i was always something like you can't go online and do that because that's, that's 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 a one in a million type person but man it's becoming more and more common now like you know like
0: that's because they don't want you to know the secret dog
1: but that's say like, this is back then now it's <clears throat> viewed as a good thing now they're like go make those tiktok videos go make those youtube videos there's yeah. kids out there making millions opening toys how about pay me to open this water
0: like, they do well they just did and they just fucking give you like a whole <laughs> fucking 100 100 million views just for somebody splat on the water like what the fuck is that dude, dude I'm, I'm saying f- like it's so easy now now it's a view this is good things but like financial education though, like how do you be teach
1: better because uh, i suck at it now
0: yeah and i'm not
1: gonna i'm bad at it i'm 36 now wait yeah it couldn't be 37 yeah 36 <clears throat> like financial maintenance and i guess fa- financial in general just needs to be t- taught and it's crazy how they remove that from like they don't even teach nothing about it. you have to go learn that on your they own they
0: teach you how to pay bills yeah so Robert kanisha i don't know if you know him rich that poor dad you ever heard of it
1: i've heard of him but i i listened to a few of his little podcasts but not well his, first his of, let me not say little because
0: they're, they're, they're highly subscribed
1: to but <clears> i've listened to a few of his podcasts
0: yeah he's got this whole audio book on youtube too you can listen to it's like six and a half hours but nah, i made that shit like my my bible and literally like changed my life on how i dress and spending cash and shit now
1: no, I agree. Because like I said, even as an adult, I suck at it. I suck at it,
0: dude. Every adult does. That's the whole purpose of the system.
1: Like, I was always viewed it so like, I always, just real quick, I always view credit cards as a bad thing, right? That's how I was told to view. The other day, I watched a video and this guy was like, the worst thing ever given to the human consumer was, uh, was a debit card. He goes, there's more safety in having a credit card than than a debit card. Because every dollar you spent helps you do nothing to improve your credit. And your credit is what you need to move forward. And I was just like,
0: damn, this dude got a point. That's true. <laughs> the, the secret, too, also to have the credit card is not to use it. Well, he's the saying Literally. Like, no, like, not to use it. Keep you it know, at zero balance. And that's where you get a 100% more, uh like, because uh, you're not using their credit. You know what I'm saying? They want you to use it, though, because they want you to pay the interest. You know I'm saying? If you look at your credit report, it tells you like two, if you keep it at zero, you get a higher credit rating because you're not using no credit. Even though once in a while you can use it for gas and ship and pay it right off. But as far as like using using like forty percent of your credit line, like say if you got like th- a thousand and you use over forty percent of that, then it uh lower your credit score because you're using thirty percent of your credit line. You know what I'm saying? See, I never knew that until recently.
1: Someone told me that in the summer. My friend took me over to a. Uh, to her at mother's house and i was talking to her her um, husband matt and he had he mentioned that to me yeah and he was because he's i that was the reason why she invited me over there was because i was trying to get my credit straight and she was like you know i want you to come talk to my my friend my friend's a husband
0: she said he's just a and, friend not her husband no, just like, <laughs> no just... and
1: like he was talking to me about yeah. that and she was like dude that's why i wanted you to come like i wanted you to hear that because I don't have the answers to what you're asking, but I know someone that had the answers. So I just learned that this summer. And you know, he said, stand to say, stay 35%. Don't go over that. And your credit, skyrocket right away.
0: Yeah, usually stay zero or 10%. And between zero and 10%, percent your that's what my credit credit says. So like, I just learned how to build all that shit when I learned about the rich dad, poor dad, dog. No cap. Like, no it, lie, that is something I've been wanting to get. It's but the li- book? It's li- it's, not- li- it's literally a Bible, though. You got to make this shit your Bible. Like I'm on this new one called Think to Get Rich, it's by Napoleon Hill, and like that shit is just basically telling. It's all about looking at yourself, and it's all about persistency, and knowing who you are and what are you trying to uh, accomplish. Like you have to put those things in play, like even all your ideas, all all great ideas ain't no great idea unless you put into action. You know what I'm saying? That's nice. So you gotta put it into action. Whatever you wanna do, like there's sometimes you probably have like you probably overthink it. Like sometimes you'd be like, you nah, know, fuck it, I ain't gonna do it or type shit like that. Like, yeah you know what, I ain't gonna do this today. We're gonna we're gonna do something else. You know what I'm saying? Or you had something planned, and you just cancel type last minute because you were overthinking it, like fuck it. Like how many times did you think That is
1: by far, dude, one of my worst habits. I am an overthinker. Yeah. Overthinker. That's what it's and it's crazy because when I stop doing that, and like I just go through it. Even, even as I'm approaching whatever it is that I, I don't want to do, because I'm over, I'm, I'm overthinking. I say I don't want to do it, but it's over. I'm like, damn, I'm glad I did that. Yeah, I, I do that with everything. Like I could have be talking to someone, and they say something to me, and I'll just be sitting over thinking, like, what did they mean when they say, "I'll call you later"? Like, it's like five minutes or is it ten minutes, and I'll just sit there and totally overthinking. Yeah, it. dog. Like, like make more of it. Like, I'll call you later. Maybe two weeks from now. You know, I don't know. but Like, my man, I'm over. There, I always overthink. Overthink everything. Yeah, that. yeah oh that is my biggest problem
0: so that that's where like the thing the book tells you like to start looking more at yourself man you should check it out man i'm telling you it's a thing to get rich by napoleon hill like it, it it's it just makes you sit down and really use this you know what i'm saying and start thinking like how do i look where where are all my faults where do they i need to be addressed do i need to be a better person do i need to stop being an asshole certain shit like that you know what i'm saying i
1: definitely need to stop being the last part <laughs>
0: <laughs> likewise bro likewise like, it's just natural to me because of the way I was raised in the family. I don't know, uh, but probably the same way because obviously we're cousins. But but there's just shit talking growing up, bro. It's like my uncles talk shit, my cousins talk shit. So oh, you yeah. always had to be on You know talk. my
1: cousin more, man. That yeah, dude got some dimes, to, You have
0: to be fucking on point. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> So, like, you, I'm just a natural, sarcastic asshole. I don't mean no harm. Just, I'm just me. <laughs> like, I don't know what yeah, to say. I,
1: I, I say this. I'm the same way. That I give credit
0: to my boys, man. I don't know how they stayed my friends for so long, because
1: hmm. boy, I've been dropped some jams. I've been so...
0: <laughs> some fucked up ones, right? And he's like, "Damn, I can't believe I just said that." But you got to stay steady, dog. You can't. They, you hey, can't they,
1: <laughs> they, they, just like everyone, man. Everyone holds that ace of spades on someone, man. That big card.
0: But yeah, and then just put the homeboy in hush mode type shit. Like, oh, yeah, shit. dude,
1: you got to. But man, dumb dude's been good. But yeah, no, it was. It, yeah, I agree to say when I mean, you, all, all, all my uncles, except except Uncle Jesse, he never, he was never one to really drop be yeah, that kind of guy, but. I uncle's always talk crap and you're know, joked.
0: Being an asshole.
1: You gotta stop being one though, man. That's that's the goal.
0: Yeah, man. So what's what you got for the future, man? Before we get out of here, Mikey. Hey, before we get out of here, let's talk about some Bears football, dog can't speak out what I don't know as far as the
1: coaches. No, but. I'm
0: not talking about – I'm talking about what you do know. What do you think about the team? What do you think about the young defense coming out the last three games of the season? What do you think about the Bears' future? What are you talking about Aaron Rodgers retiring from the uh, NFC North? We ain't got to worry about that cocksucker no more? I like the young kid, Fields. Um, I don't think – I
1: think he's the right man for the job. I just think he had the wrong coaching staff for the job, for sure. I don't know what happened in that one year from – what happened after that doink – but it just looked horrible man um, what I can say is this is I don't know about the new coaching staff if we're going based off what he did in India as a defense that's fine I get that he, he had a good defense he, made, he definitely made that defense up but he also has some good players on there which we do too we got some studs so I think the defense is going to be fine we got to get a new secondary for sure um, I was a big Eddie Jackson fan but he's just ever since he signed that deal he has not showed up He's got to go. I like our young corners. I think if we give him a little bit more time, another
0: year to develop, we'll be good there. Should they showed out the last three games, though? For yeah, that's what so I'm
1: saying. They look good. I think if we give him another year, they'll be fine there. Um, we need safeties for sure. Our linebackers, I think, are good. D-line's good. Um, I want to see my boy Hicks back, man. I want to see Hicks. Hicks is a good... Hicks is cold, man. That's my guy.
0: He's old, though. He's like, what, 38? No, I
1: don't think so. I don't know his age. Um,
0: no, offense? Is that probably offense, like 32.
1: Offense, we uh, you're thinking yeah, of um, gwen You're thinking of uh, or the new guy we signed, Quinn, or whatever. He's the one that's old.
0: Um, but he killed
1: it this no, year. I know the that, record franchise. Yeah, for,
0: yeah but uh, I would like to see that offensive line definitely redone. That's home. and then he he did that shit without Cleo Mac, like half of the season.
1: And uh, and uh, and on uh, one of the worst sides to be on too, the right <laughs>
0: side. And imagine the Mac. What was what, the deal with the Mac? I, what, he just he sat tore,
1: no, he tore his Achilles or something. He had a, he had an ankle injury.
0: Oh, shit. I don't yeah, know if he's so going to come he, back from that. Yeah,
1: he will. He'll be back. Trust you think me. That, so? Oh, yeah. That dude's a freaking nature, man. We got at least another year or two good years out of him. So is Achilles
0: himself. <laughs> Let's hope he doesn't.
1: But um, the offensive line definitely has to be redone, dude. That offensive line is like an open door. You can just come right through and get to our quarterback. That little boy, that kid was running for his life.
0: <sighs> you, you, you think that dude, the rookie, was going to come back? What's his name that we drafted this year that had back surgery? I can't remember his name. He came in at the end of the season and played a couple snaps. I don't know how long he was in there, but he looked out of shape. Big white boy from Boise State. Was it Iowa or Boise?
1: Oh, he's a rookie. Yeah, he'll be back. I just I just think the offensive line, really—they're ooh, that kid Mooney, though, man. That kid is money, man. That kid is that kid's special, dude.
0: What I, what I just like about that is, like, there's other fucking people on it. And there's a lot. Of, you know, the Bears led to, and dropped passes this year? Oh, yeah, I see that it's like 480 uh it's a 500 and some attempts and they only caught 317 of them like oh 300 uh, 582 or some shit like that out of 317 that's that's a lot of drop passes bro yeah like and like majority of the motherfuckers that he threw it to was mostly mooney
1: but that kid's good man he's fast I, i it's sad the way it ended with robinson because I think we didn't get everything out of him because of obviously what was going on that we didn't know about, or so he says. But uh I think we're gonna be fine. That M- man Montgomery.
0: Psh, we sad just need offensive line, though. Sad,
1: sad. No, he's good. He's good with the shitty line. Yeah, a I bad, know. A bad offensive line.
0: I know, but we just need a better one. So if he can really shine, like if he can get past that first wave. Of linemen and he then nasty, get in, and then he could just make a linebacker m- miss like it's over like he's gonna have to get caught by the safety if he's the nasty dude <laughs> he's nasty dude and he's, he's a downhill runner so he's lowering shoulders on that little ass safety back there so he could literally just pile people over every he's nasty
1: game. dude that's all i can tell you he's nasty kid he's good i like him
0: what do you think about the robbie go fuck uh the packers after he beat him in san francisco and and uh, no in fucking uh hometown of packers. yeah
1: i think he said what we all said <laughs> you know? If you're a Chicago Bears fan, you're not like going, oh, I feel bad for the packet, but man,
0: <clears> those guys lost by lip. No, man. <clears throat> Bears own the North now or what?
1: I don't know, man. I, knowing this kid, this kid, this kid is going to come off, off the bench. Who, fucking Love? Yeah, he's going to. Just be gonna, fucking another. Aaron <clears throat> Rodgers. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's just something. About, um, it's something
0: about that yellow, that white G on the helmet, man. Bro, it's been it's been two quarterbacks for three decades in, in Green Bay that dominated the fucking North. Like, it's fucking Farb and Aaron Rodgers. You and know, what, them, and one
1: of them was chewing tobacco the whole time. Bro?
0: Man. <laughs> you know, we used to lead the league, like we used to lead the division, or the the battle between us and wins until them them two quarterbacks came involved and then they fucking just didn't. It's, dude,
1: it's sad, dude. Like.
0: They own the Bears.
1: I don't even want to talk about
0: this When now. I'm saying, no, nah,
1: it, watch. This kid's going to be a stud. Watch. I'm gonna be mad as hell. Like, And we just got their offensive coordinator, quarterback coach, right? The Bears just signed him as the new offensive coordinator. Who? Whoever the, they just signed from Green Bay. I just seen it last night when I was watching the World Rumble. No way. Yeah. That
0: they, might be good for Mooney because him and fucking Cobbs are kind of like the same individuals.
1: Oh, yeah, no, but they, they just re-signed him. I just seen that. I was just talking... I just seen it last night. No shit. Yeah, they just signed a guy from Green Bay as their offensive coordinator.
0: That's what's up, man.
1: What's Bear, his name? The Bulls Luke,
0: are doing some shit though, too, right? Luke Getze. Hmm.
1: Yeah, they stay healthy, man. They're looking good. A healthy Bull squad has a lot of potential. Going deep in
0: the playoffs or what?
1: I can say Eastern Conference Finals. I don't see championship uh to finals. Eastern Conference for sure, but they have to be healthy, and they depends on where they fall out in the bracket. Because if they're in that, what time, are they number
0: two seed right now?
1: I, I, I really might get stunts, you do. I'm I'm just going off what I see on sports centers. I haven't watched a Bulls game since Derrick Rose's knee injury. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when that happened, it was over, dude. I didn't watch I didn't watch a Bulls game until they drafted Derrick Rose.
0: No shit
1: Yeah after the Jordan After the Jordan era yeah, I was me, done with it me bro Me too I'd w- I would watch like a few games I would watch like, a little bit of a game I
0: lost my love for it Because the president Fucked the whole team Like they could, they should have Let him come back man
1: That last dance That thing was great man But yeah, I, st- I stopped watching it man When D-Rose went down I knew after that The Bulls were never Going to be the same when he came back, I watched like the nine games he played,
0: <laughs> but that was it, man. And he tore his a, a meniscus after that, right? And he
1: tore his horn. He tore his
0: horn. Knee up, It's hey, hey, sh- good that he came back. He went up looking, to the Timberwolves. Look, though. He's looking
1: good though now. Yeah. He looks so healthy. Maybe he
0: did know something we didn't know. Hey, so you is he, is he, think he come back? Chance he come back to retire next year? Come I, and play a couple years. I personally would. not The way the city did him, hell no. Nah. He, he said he wants to come back.
1: I'm saying I personally went after the way they were talking talking about him because he obviously knew something we didn't know. That's why he wanted to sit out. He knew his knee wasn't ready.
0: So he got back in because his knee was He was medically cleared to play, but he kept saying, like, I don't feel it.
1: Like, it doesn't feel right. But because everything lined up right with the, guess,
0: the the exams. The exams, the the doctors and shit, like, go go out there. And then,
1: you know, he had to go play, but, I mean... No
0: shit? I didn't know that.
1: Well, he didn't have to play, but there would have been... Definitely would have been some repercussions of him not playing if he's medically cleared.
0: That just popped up right now. We just hired Luke. Get
1: Told you. See, I'm ahead of ESPN. Pay me. <laughs> so, but,
0: uh, <laughs> that nigga about the new fast right here on Christian <laughs> Coffee, boy. <laughs> no,
1: nah, but um, you know, it's. It's. it's, it's it was going to be repercussions, but that, he didn't he was. He, he said he didn't feel it, but he was ready to come back. Damn,
0: I didn't know that. I thought he was ready to come back. But D
1: Rose, that was last. When he went down that, that game, I was like, if
0: you, man, imagine if they just let him rest the whole season. And then come back and just
1: they weren't gonna let him rest. He just signed that thing that two hundred fifty million, million dollars con- contract. Why well, you get your butt out there and that money we just gave you?
0: That's fucked up. When the money is more important than the man's health, you know what I'm saying? This but is I, like the documentary I just watched. Uh, called the Pharmacy, the pharmacist on Netflix. Check it out. it's where this dude he's he lost his son because he he went down to the Ninth Ward in New Orleans. To go buy some crack and the dude shot him you know what i'm saying so the cops seemed like they didn't care about him at all you know what I'm saying it's just another crackhead getting shot whatever so they really didn't do an investigation so the dad ended up doing the investigation upon himself and he fucking ended up finding out information and got the dude fucking in trial found this girl that was a witness and she was out there buying crack too but she knew the dude that actually shot the dude you know what i'm saying shot her, his son and then he, he goes after the guy, gets him, gets him trial, whatever. So he feels like, damn. So, but he was a pharmacist. So he's seen all these kids coming in with a prescription for Oxycontins after their son died. And he started seeing like his son and these kids, like, dude, they're like young as hell and they're getting these strong ass pain medications. Like, where the fuck are they getting it from? So he does another investigation on this other doctor. Long story short, man, this dude was just fucking, you know what I'm saying?
1: Investigated himself found crack cracker that killed his son
0: yeah it's a good fucking documentary check I'll it look out into it is this man yeah she was scared shit it's it's all in there bro the doctor gets interviewed the guy who shot his son gets interviewed because he
1: i was looking at it more from perspective imagine the judge asking what were you doing at the scene of crime i was buying more crack what about you like,
0: but but it, it, <laughs> i'm just talking about how deep the system is and how like they literally had evidence against this doctor, bro, and they're just saying no. She's a professional and like she knows what she's doing, but literally making hundreds of millions of dollars just giving out prescriptions because these Kids. pharmacies are paying it to her too because she's giving out this so many amounts. So this dude goes out to the pharma pharmaceutical companies and shit, and it just opens a day, uh, open a gate for all these pill mills to start happening where people just go and that's how the opiate. And then next thing you know, what do they go to, heroin. So you can't sit here and tell me like something more deep is running the country to keep us at a state like like yeah allow shit like that to happen, bro, openly. But you you're you're gonna because go because they feeding their pockets. You're gonna go bust down a local drug dealer, fucking down the street. Uh, this when, because
1: that money money will always overvalue an individuals' life. I don't care who you are. You can say no, that's not true. Not with me. Psh. Look, at the end of the day, money money. They always say cash is king but it's unfortunate i don't think that i think there's only one king and it's up above us and um money will always outrule the the the, the american individual over you know the government like if we can make money their, their lives don't matter you yeah. know what i'm saying like look at the war they're making millions off that war and <laughs> Some people fighting a battle that has nothing really to do with them.
0: Man, I read an article about that shit today about the president, the Ukraine president, telling Biden to stop fucking making overreacting because you're causing chaos for for nothing. I was like, holy shit, what the fuck? Hey, I, this is no way political or anything like that, but right. I just found that funny as hell. Nah, man, it's sad the way
1: the dollar, the decisions that are being made about the population, how the dollar outvalues the lives. Yeah, bro, it's about to affect.
0: Just think about all the people that made the most money this this whole last two years. Look, follow the money trail. Who benefited off all this shit that happened? You're talking about billions of dollars that people have made. You talking about Bill Gates, the son Jeff Bezos? These motherfuckers almost doubled their their millions. No, the net worth. Yeah, bro, like crazy. Nikola. No, what's the fucking guy's name? Elon Musk. You know what I'm saying all the motherfuckers are exceeding each other and just growth of money. Like what are you, what are you going to do with 700 and fucking $40 billion? Like literally you could literally give everybody in America million a million dollars oh, uh, and <laughs> it wouldn't even hurt you. It wouldn't even hurt you. Cause you'll make that back in interest.
1: Yeah. Cause we got to order stuff from
0: Amazon done. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, we'll go crazy. If not, you, you think you made that much money now, nigga. your stock market would go up. Everything. Just give everybody a billion dollars, bro. Like, just hand
1: it out, yeah. Like, just give, give everybody a billion. Give, everybody your, everybody give the, me your
0: social security. I got you. But the, people are scared because then the people have opportunity to go buy mass pieces of land, and then they won't that, have as much control. The niggas just start declaring their own fucking their own it, land as like their own fucking. Base listen
1: is listening to us. my my zeal is W
0: H. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking donations today. Yeah,
1: if you're listening to this man. You can give me give me a hundred <laughs> mil, I'll be cool with that, man. You don't gotta give me a billion. I'll make that my own hundred mil. Gucci.
0: Hey man, before you get out of here Do you want to say anything to the people out there, man?
1: Take care of yourselves, man Honestly, remember this at the end of the day You don't know what someone else is going through Make it your mission to make someone else's day better With that being said My Instagram is M-I-K-E-O-G-R-A-P-H-Y Underscore Micography on Facebook Follow me, like me, whatever you gotta do But honestly, man, it's your mission to make someone's day better Be kind to each other Peace out, everybody
0: love man appreciate oh. you coming on and follow your dreams and follow your dreams never stop chasing this is another epi from cushion coffee podcast that was my cousin Mikeography productions coming through man appreciate you coming through and always out there networking man stay stay true and let's go